welcome back to another podcast episode of Abundant as Fuck. I'm Cameron Schulsinger. And I'm Jessica Post. And once again, we're here to help you get out of your own way, release what no longer serves you, and step into a life of abundance. So today's episode, we want to dive really deep into one of our favorite topics, but dissect it in a way that we've never done before. So we've done a couple podcast episodes talking about self-love, um, what it is, what it means to us, our experience with it, and how to help you step into your own definition and build out a self-love practice and journey for yourself. But in this podcast episode, we kind of wanted to like peel back the layers a little bit more and give some insight onto the different types of love. Yeah. Not just for yourself, but also for others and how that'll be the exact type of love that you will receive back mm-hmm. um, and those two types are conditional and unconditional love um, to start things off I know when I first got into spirituality and like my self-development self-love journey and stuff like that I didn't even realize that there were a difference like yeah. I didn't think that there was a difference I, feel I thought like, it was just like love yeah <laughs> I feel like even when we started like we made our last podcast on self-love we didn't like fully understand the differences between conditional and unconditional love and like what that was one keeping us from and two just like keeping us from also feeling it was just yeah yeah, kind of like how much unconditional love versus conditional love can like change your definition of love yeah 100 percent. so then let's start out there yeah what's your definition of love love yeah that's a good question (laughs) I know I feel like for me for so long love has just always been like home it's that like deep feeling of just like safety home Mm -hmm. connection um and just like an unwavering feeling of peace um yeah what about you I love that (laughs) I feel like mine's the same like love is 444 love is home love is safety like love is unconditional yeah. Love is unconditional, right? Um, and so I guess already tapping onto the concept of unconditional, mm-hmm. I guess we can dive into what is unconditional love versus conditional, our experiences yeah. with both, and then how you can really pinpoint whether you're living through unconditional or conditional love in your current life, mm-hmm. right? And um, how those will play out differently. Yeah. Right. Because it's massive. Massive. <laughs> So I guess starting with conditional love, Mm -hmm. it's honestly what a lot of us are brought up with. I know for me, it was definitely what we were brought up with or what I was brought up with. Yeah. Um, So conditional love is essentially, it's love with conditions. It's love with rules. It's love as if you do this, then I will love you. Mm -hmm. Or if you are this, then I will love you. It's an if then statement. Yeah. From reading also, you're not broken right Mm -hmm. now. Um, I feel like I like got even more of an insight into where conditional love comes from because Mm -hmm. like as we're growing up our subconscious mind sees like things happen for a reason Mm -hmm. and then like you ask yourself why and then you either feel like pleasure or pain Mm -hmm. and when you feel pleasure a lot of us equate that with love so growing up like when things would happen to you when you were celebrated for it you were like oh well if I do well then I'll feel love and Mm -hmm. if you weren't and you got scolded or you just like or like do better you're like okay well one what did I do wrong two why am I not feeling love and like three like am I broken do I need to change something 
So we start to feel like we have to perform to feel love from our parents, our friends, ourselves. Mm. Yeah. It's like the Pavlov experiment. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? With yeah, the dogs. with the dogs yeah. and the salivating. It's like the same, <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. It's the pleasure thing. Yeah. And so if we get like positive repercussions from something that we do, we're going to want to do it more. Yeah, exactly. Right? And it's like, if, like you said, if our parents give us um, like positive reassurance for something that we do, it's like, okay, if I do this, then, then I'll get this. Yeah. Right? And again, it's like an if-then situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in your eyes, in your opinion, what are the downfalls of unconditional love? How will it affect someone's life? Unconditional or conditional? Conditional. Okay, you said yeah, starting, like, what? <laughs> yeah, starting with conditional. Yeah, so downfalls of it are you, a lot of times you start feeling like you have to do things to be worthy of things. Mm-hmm. Like you start to look at life as like problem solving or like you have to just be performing at all times. Um, you start to really question your worth as a person. You start to question literally everything about you. Um, and then you eventually start to project that onto others. So you mm-hmm. like ask them to do things for you in order for you to show them praise, love, appreciation, really anything. So it becomes like a very intense cycle of you doing things for people, people doing things for you um, and can create a really big um, bunch of people pleasers too, which yeah. is not fun. <laughs> yeah. So it essentially like breeds in authenticity. Yeah like being inauthentic yeah because like you said you're people pleasing therefore you're abandoning yourself and your values and your ideals and your viewpoints in order to get that praise yeah right Mm -hmm. I feel like it makes us just always feel like we need to be doing more and doing better instead of just allowing ourselves to be us Mm -hmm. and accept that we're us and deserve love as us right yeah yeah and I feel like another thing with unconditional love is it's it's bred into our society because we're taught, at least in Western society, that uniqueness and achievements are of utmost like talent and yeah. that's what everyone strives for, mm-hmm. right? And so tying alongside to like thinking that we have to do more or achieve more, we we kind of erase or negate our innate self-love that we can give ourselves yeah yeah because right. you start looking for so much external validation and then that also turns into like external motivation mm-hmm. and like everything you're doing is for someone else yeah. you start to like live for not you yeah mm-hmm. and like that's another reason why all of us a lot of us are like are taught conditional love is because we're never taught how to love ourselves Mm -hmm. ever yeah in society yeah no one ever fucking tells us that we're literally always taught to like be doing things doing things for others be like achieving be one-upping everyone Mm -hmm. when in actuality like what the fuck do you get from that nothing it's it's just an ego boost yeah that's all it is yeah um one big one or I guess question for you mm-hmm. on conditional love mm-hmm. what do you feel like is the biggest condition that you put on yourself when mm-hmm. it came to loving yourself it was always I have to do something in order to be lovable yeah right like mm-hmm. I have to be a human doing yeah I'm not a human being yes like I have to <coughs> I guess with my parents I had to go to college in order to be loved Mm-hmm. I had to get my degree. I had to graduate college in order to be loved. Mm-hmm. I 
had to do the dishes a certain way. Like there were so many small little minuscule boxes and conditions that were honestly like unconditionally forced on us through their parents, right? Um, How do you feel like those little boxes affected your relationships as you like left that space that they were putting the conditions on you in? Oh my God, I put boxes. I put everyone (laughs) in boxes. I put everyone in boxes. Like I... I would almost jump to conclusions with everyone I came in contact with, whether it was like lovers, friends, um, possible clients. Like I was closed off to opportunities. Yeah. And I was closed off to potential really good fucking relationships, whether it was romantic or not. Or not. Mm-hmm. I was closed off to miracles. I was closed off to everything because I was putting everything in this little box. I was distorting my entire reality based on yeah uh based on like <laughs> love being one-sided or like love being a one-way show mm-hmm. yeah know? um and then what about what about conditional or unconditional love yeah so what do you think your definition and your experience is with unconditional love for me unconditional love is just pure acceptance of the person or yourself in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned so much about unconditional love this year. Um, and just like recognizing that you are deserving of love no matter where you are, just because you are you is powerful. Um, and I think one of the biggest things that I learned on unconditional love was while reading The Mastery of Self. And it talks about how like you can be achieving for more and like growing and evolving while still showing yourself love and acceptance now. Um, And my biggest thing with unconditional love was just showing it to myself first, because when I was loving myself unconditionally, I wasn't looking at others to do anything for me as well. Because I started recognizing like I could validate myself, I could make goals for myself, I could do things for myself that I used to look at others for guidance for. Um, But once I just started to be like, I am so whole where I am now, and all I'm desiring to do is expand and grow and evolve, I started just, one, feeling better, and two, like, treating other people better as well, Mm -hmm. because, yeah, there were no conditions on it. I just wanted them to be them, thrive as them, appreciate themselves where they are, um, and just continue to learn through their own, whatever type of love that they're able to give themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, (laughs) Unconditional love opens you up to so many opportunities that would have previously been closed off. Yeah. Like so, so, so many. Mm -hmm. Um, It's literally become like this year, especially as we've talked more and more about values, like mm -hmm. unconditional love is like number one value, period. Because when you're showing up with unconditional love, like you're able to show up as whatever other values you want, you're able to show up 100% is you and love the other person for being that version of them. Um, And it just creates for like a really powerful connection that, like you said, like you probably would have closed off to because like they were in a box or you were Mm -hmm. like, well, I want you to do something for me. And like, you don't need that. Like, yeah, you're able to just like accept them in that moment. And it's powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the emotional frequency chart, yeah, love is all the way up there. So it is the underlying fabrication of everything. And so if you see everything through love, then you're only going to 
you're only going to see opportunities. Like you're only going to see growth steps. Yeah. You're not going to see problems. You're not going to see like fear oriented opportunities. You're only going to see opportunities that'll help you grow, love deeper and evolve more. Yeah. Yeah. Just from seeing through that lens of unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you feel like, or what, I guess, practice helped you first start practicing unconditional love? Like, what do you think was your daily practice to like really integrate that? Or like, how did you actually remove conditions from people? So I think the first step was really just recognizing that I was putting myself in a box. Yeah. And I was putting everyone else in a box and I was putting conditions on myself. Like if I, I can remember the first one that came to mind when I started working with my expansion coach was I was giving myself such a hard time for waking up at like eight or 9am Yeah. instead of five or six. And that was the first thing that came to mind. And that was the first thing that I forgave myself for. Yeah. I'm showing myself unconditional love. Like I am still worthy of being loved fully and completely, even if I wake up or eight or nine, eight or 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like that has nothing to do with my self-worth. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Like I still created everything I wanted to create that day. I still got to see my people. I still went through my morning routine. Like I did everything the same. The only difference was the time span. Yeah. So that was the first thing that I really broke down those conditional walls mm-hmm. um, with. And I think it really just came down to reassuring myself that I am worthy no matter which stage I'm at. I'm worthy no matter what I did today. I'm worthy no matter how much money I make. I'm worthy no matter where I live. I'm worthy. I'm worthy no matter what period. Yeah. And like instilling that into my paradigm as much as possible as Mm -hmm. often as I can yeah so like wake up I'm worthy no matter what go to sleep I'm worthy no matter what like I would listen to worthiness affirmations before I went to bed so it would seep into my unconscious while I was sleeping yeah and like writing them on sticking out affirmations (laughs) and placing them everywhere like listening to worthiness podcasts like really just surrounding myself in worth Mm -hmm. yeah for me in that same situation, one thing that really helped was literally defining what worthiness meant to me. Because mm. one day I was actually with Far, and he was like, what does it mean to be worthy of something? And I was like, to be deserving of it. And he was like, okay, that's a synonym. What does it mean to be worthy of something? And at first, like, I literally couldn't define it, but I was just like, I know that people have told me that I have to do stuff to be worthy of something. But when you really define it for yourself, you're like, okay, I'm worthy no matter what, because like, this is something that I'm defining for myself like you don't have to do anything to be worthy of anything mm-hmm. um and being able to like tell myself what that really meant in my reality was a huge game changer in like how I could actually show up as worth because I knew what it actually meant to me um and I've done that too with like defining abundance defining love like defining what all those words truly do mean instead of a meaning that someone told me when I was like four right yeah right it's almost like it's it's like living by someone else's values. Yeah. Like you're not going to enjoy your life if you're living it through someone else's lens and mm-hmm. someone else's experience. So same thing, if you're living life through someone else's definition of this word, then you're not going to fucking enjoy it. And it's yeah. not going to resonate. Yeah. So once I you, love that. Yeah. Once you like redefine those words. And I mean, like, it's going to be similar for everyone, but it is your experience with the word, not a parent's, a teacher's, a best friend's, anyone's. It becomes like, you're putting it into your personal reality. Mm-hmm. And that was like a huge, huge game changer for 
just like feeling like I was allowed to like one remove conditions and two like show up as like yeah I am unconditional love yeah yeah so why do you think most people live through a conditional lens mm. I feel like and I feel like I've been figuring this out a lot recently um I think it comes from like how we're what is the word that he used um how we're like taught to individuation is what mm, he talks about yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> and that like as you're growing up you have things happen to you you ask why it happened and you make a decision on like if you should do that again if it's good and if you should do that not again if it's bad um and I think that even just starts to show us conditions as we're growing up because it's like writing the rules for us that like if you like are nice at school and you get a gold star like that's putting a condition on you if you are bad and you get put in time out and your parents don't talk to you for 30 minutes that's putting a condition on you um and i feel like that not necessarily being explained to kids when they're little is what puts so many conditions on you because your little brain is just like well i did something bad i'm in time out no one's talking to me i'm being neglected fuck mm. i'm not worthy of love and then 10 minutes later you do something good and you get a big hug and you get praised for it you're like okay well now this is good so if i do this i get love and that just like snowball effects because you're just writing the rules of your life and those rules literally just become conditions mm -hmm. yeah do yeah. you think this is an ongoing process like a lifelong process dude yeah where? i feel like we like have to consistently be practicing living through unconditional love because it's so easy to like slip back into it, honestly, if you're yeah. not consistently reminding yourself of it, because as humans that were raised conditionally, like we get like each day when someone does something for us, we're like, oh, I love you. Like, thank you. But then you're like, wait, I loved you anyways, but thank you for doing that. Yeah. Um. So it's just like a consistent practice. I also, whenever I think about this, I start being like, well, how would I raise kids with unconditional love? Like, how would That's I teach them lessons? Yeah. yeah. Like, how would you like teach them lessons through, I have goosebumps. You know, <laughs> like, <Thank you>. yeah. <laughs> like, why would I, like, how would I be able to teach a little baby human like lessons through unconditional love? And I, yeah, it's like a consistent question, even though I'm nowhere near being like babies. Right. Cause yeah. we learned when we first started doing ego work, like no matter how great your parents are, they still weren't able to meet needs. Yeah. Yeah. Like I look at, needs. yeah. I look at my parents all the time who like, whenever I look to like my childhood, I'm like, y'all for real, for real did not actually instill like massive trauma onto me. And like, thank y'all so much. That's wow. But there's still like some things or like some conditions or some like weird shit that I had as beliefs that I'm just like, why? And like, no matter what, that's going to be anyone's experience because one, everything's your own interpretation of what someone else is doing. So you're making those conditions technically on your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so what do you feel like is the best daily practice? I know you asked me what my number, like the first thing I did yeah. to focus on an unconditional lens. What do you feel like is a daily practice that someone can start in order to start to embody and live through an unconditional lens yeah I feel like the first thing is one like recognizing what conditions you're putting on yourself mm -hmm. and how those are showing up around you and then also just like questioning as to why you're doing that like is it that you aren't accepting yourself fully right now 
and then look at what areas of yourself you do want to accept, how you can maybe heal those parts of you. Um, and then also a daily forgiveness practice, because we always say like, you can't be forgiving or you can't be loving unconditionally and resenting at the same time. So to rid yourself of that resent, like practice forgiveness of the self of others. Um, and it's tough at first, like yeah. forgiving others and forgiving yourself is freaking hard. But as you start to do that and start recognizing like you only knew as much as you did in a certain situation. So you don't need to resent yourself for it. Like they only knew as much as they did in a certain situation. Maybe they were projecting, maybe you were projecting, maybe you were distorting, maybe you were deleting. Um, as you start to really like look through all of the options on the way that your subconscious took in some information, it makes it a little bit easier to start practicing forgiveness. Um, and yeah, so daily forgiveness practice and then just practicing accepting where you are right now by literally telling yourself you love yourself. Like mm -hmm. look in the mirror and be like, dude, I love you no matter what. And like you're whole right now, you're incredible right now. And at first it's hard, like it is so hard to say that to yourself in the mirror. Yeah. It feels weird. But the first day you do it and you feel that little glimpse of like a shimmer in your chest. Yeah, and then like, the, yeah. Aww. And then the next time you do it and the next time you do it, like it just gets stronger and stronger. And then it just feels it feels right. And then you're able to look at the people around you and do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like give love, offer it. And if love is really hard to say at first, point out how beautiful the things around you are. Yeah. Like point out how beautiful the things in you are. And that starts to make feeling love a lot easier because love is a big term, like one define it. And then if it's still a big term, go for beauty first and like, let that evolve into love. I love that yeah that's so cute. thanks oh. yeah because I feel like it's easy to point out oh the the stars look beautiful tonight or like oh that flower is so pretty you yeah know? it's a little bit easier it's like stage one to stage two mm -hmm. to stage three is love yeah I like that also even in like your closest friends <clears throat> you know that you look at your friends on a daily basis and you're like this about you is beautiful this about your personality is beautiful this about whatever is beautiful and you love that you can only see that because you see it in yourself too. Mm -hmm. So when you recognize that in one of your friends, like you go to them and you're like, wow, you are so welcoming. You are so warm. You're so positive. You're so whatever. See where that is within yourself. Because if you see it within them, it's within you somewhere. Mm -hmm. And recognizing that can also be really helpful on how to start really practicing that love by offering it to others, like giving. And then it makes it a little easier to receive on your own. Yeah. And I feel like a big thing there is it doesn't necessarily have to be like, you don't have to, um, I'm trying to think in terms of like love, like giving compliments. Yeah. Right. Or like giving a hug. Yeah. Or giving a high five. Right. Like, whatever smart, like start with small little things first. Yeah. And then build up. Yeah. Also knowing what your love language is, mm. is big yeah. because for some people, like you could give them a little gift and they would, that would make their entire freaking life. Mm -hmm. And other people, you could literally like hold their hand and they would be like, oh my God, you, that was incredible. <laughs> but then other people would be like, why are you doing that? So recognizing like how you give and receive love is also really powerful to like how to show yourself love. Like, yeah. like I take myself on like little me dates where I'll like go outside and get myself some flowers and go spend some time by the beach and like have quality time with myself because my love language is definitely quality time. But then other people, like if it's a gift giving, like, yeah, treat yourself like, or words of affirmation, write yourself a freaking love letter. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of knowing how you give and receive love and try all of them on, like practice it 
to just see what feels right and what makes your heart just feel like a little ball of radiant squishy sunshine yes yeah exactly yes <laughs> and we'll actually include the love language test in the show notes that way yeah. you guys have access to it but that's definitely a big step and yeah. a big help whenever it comes to like genuine unconditional self-love and also external mm-hmm. love and like knowing your friends and your romantic partners and even your family's love language will help so fucking much with your relationship yeah like so so much yeah because then you just know like how to make them feel well and feel loved and like you're not performing in ways that like aren't gonna serve you because yeah. i feel like that just puts a condition right back on it yeah <laughs> and you won't be projecting what you think your yeah. love is onto them yeah right that knowing like my partner's love language test has made it makes you like really not get your feelings hurt by like doing something that you think is gonna be really meaningful to them. Like I know in college, like I, I like love making people little baskets of things that I know that they like and being like, here you go. But I dated someone that did not give a rat's ass about gift giving. Like they were like, okay. And the first time you do it, he was like, thank you. And I was like, please be excited. But like, it literally just isn't everyone's love language. Like they would rather something else. And like, yeah, they're appreciative, but knowing someone's love language you can like really just make the moments more special and not get your feelings hurt (laughs) so what's your favorite thing that you've given your partner for his love language dude it's quality time so it'll literally be like hi we have a whole entire i mean like this past weekend like we spent every single second together and like did things that each of us enjoyed that both of us like were like new doing together and like that just makes like the connection so much stronger. I love that. Yeah. What about you? Um, I love writing him letters. No. Ah. I love letters. Yeah. He loves it. Oh. And I make it, like extra long. Yeah. <laughs> and he cries. Like a little just post letter. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so fucking cute. Um, that and probably quality time too. Yeah. He also loves surprises. Really? Like if I plan a date, it has to be a surprise. Yeah. Wait, I if feel I like I knew that because he always be wanted to make surprises for yes, you. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So like he gives and receives. I don't necessarily like surprises, so I should probably tell him that. A little yeah, bit. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and just like encourage your people to be open with their love language too. Yeah, like let like like we both knew each other's always. Like know what like your best friends are. Mm-hmm. Know what like just the people in your circles are because it makes you like. I mean, I know for me, I like to freaking treat freaking everyone in my life like they're the person that I love the absolute dearest. Yeah. So being able to show them that is powerful and like just it just spreads so many high vibes yes. <laughs> and we there was one book by Deepak Chopra the seven spiritual laws of success and yeah. one focused on how energy is obviously more created nor destroyed so if you really want to focus on self-love and feeling self-love always give it to everyone yeah everyone that you come in contact with even mm-hmm. at the grocery store even like a random stranger give them a compliment yeah. Ask them how their day was. Give them something because we work on, like the universe works through an energetic exchange. So when you give something out, it'll always, always, always come back. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that'll help compound the self-love that you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to just like, like there, it's like the, how people will like start giving people five compliments a day. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? It feels so fun. It feels good. so good. Yeah. yeah. Like seeing a random person on the street and being like, your eyes are beautiful. Like, I love your shirt. Like, and whatever. like make their entire fucking month. Yeah, like, because <laughs> so many people aren't used to getting compliments that it yeah. just like 
It's so sweet. Yeah. Like, what makes you feel like that? Because you're like, oh, look at them. They're so cute. <laughs> well, and there's that one quote um, that says, give love so you're in love all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. That you literally take a bubble of love everywhere you go when you do that. Mm-hmm. It's which is just like amazing. captivating too. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. You your aura mimics it. Yeah. Yeah. I got oh. goosebumps. I know. This is <laughs> a fucking amazing episode. I know. Um, so we're gonna wrap it up. But um, big takeaway here is just tune into what you may be holding conditions around yourself for, and even yeah. others. Yeah. And even before the forgiveness letter, write an expression letter. Like just dump. Yeah what you feel like you may be holding conditions on yourself for and others, and then you'll be able to kind of forgive yourself for those things. Because mm-hmm. um, awareness is always step one. Yeah. But if you found anything helpful in here, anything really stood out, we would love for you guys to share this episode on Instagram. You can tag us. My username is at Cameron.Schulzinger. And mine is Jessica Post with two T's. Yes. Or you can find both of us at the mindset movement underscore. Yes. And if this really spoke to you, you feel like you want to dive into your healing journey. You want to really know deep, deep down that you are worthy, no matter Mm -hmm. what you do, what you achieve. We work closely with coaches, entrepreneurs, and business owners to help them unveil that so they can live an authentic life in and out of business. So we'll include in the show notes, a breakthrough call, and we will really dissect what's holding you back from stepping into that and be able to game plan to make it happen. But thank you guys for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode. Yes. Thank you guys.